Stay on top. All the headlines I need when I listen. At the top. It's important to know about the things that are going on around you. That could actually affect your daily life. News. At the top. Every hour. The news I care about. The news station. News 97.3. The Sky. Finally, the 9 o'clock stretch. Oh, that feels good. Fourth and final hour of our get-together. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Special guest, Dr. Larry Smith and Brittany Lee are here in their capacity and representation of Preserve Rural Property Values Incorporated. Thanks so much for joining us. And whoever would like to jump in first can what is the mission of Preserve Rural Property Values, Inc.? Uh, I'll take that one, and then uh, we'll let Brittany talk some, too, because she's infinitely more knowledgeable than me. But Preserving Rural Properties, Inc. is a not-for-profit that was started many years ago, around 2002, by a group of uh, very concerned uh, Latchua County residents and landowners, farmers, cattlemen, uh, just general landowners, developers. And it uh, came about uh, during the urban boundary era when they were the county commission and the city commission was interested in controlling the um, sprawl, as you might call it. And over those many years, they've been very instrumental uh, as an educational opportunity in educating the community, the county uh, residents, the rural residents on the impact of legislation, educating them about controlling the legislative issues and how – how we as citizens really have a voice beyond just deferring to the elected officials. All right, so let me ask uh, Brittany, because maybe she'll speak in layman's terms, Dr. Smith, (laughs) um, government overreach telling us how to live our lives, in this case, what we can and can't do with our property. They would love to infringe on it and tell us exactly what we can and can't do, but you're part of an organization that is trying to fight that and protect the rights of property owners. Do I have that right? Absolutely. You know, the Florida and the United States in general, we have agrarian roots, of course, and we've moved away from that, which is absolutely unfortunate. The agriculture is always consistently in the top three economic producers for our state. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the pandemic, we were the number one producer. Typically, we fall in number two uh, after tourism, but there have been years, you know, during construction booms where we are behind uh, construction. Um, The fact is that Florida agriculture and natural resource industries manage two-thirds of the state's properties. And it's important, uh, I I believe strongly, that as we uh, develop as a a state, as as a nation, you know, we need to continue protecting the agriculture and the natural resources. I want my children to be able to enjoy Florida and Florida's natural resources like I did as a child. And... If we don't have an organization like PRPV, we're not going to have the the opportunity. Our children won't have the opportunity to um, to enjoy agriculture or natural resources like like we have. Do you have a relationship with the current ag commissioner, Wilton Simpson? He's a regular guest on the show. Yes. And are you familiar with the program he has, uh, Rural and, and Family Lands, how they would, you know, you could be a farmer and the state will make you an offer not to own your property, but protected in in perpetuity to remain as a farm, or if it's just a recharge area or wildlife area, it would remain um, 
zoned in that way in perpetuity, the state pays you to agree to that, and you still farm it, you still own the land, it just can't change what it's used for. Yes, uh, and uh, Wilton Simpson has been, you know, of course, a friend of agriculture. He himself is um, a farmer, uh, and I think that that program has a great... Um, there's a place for that program in, in many farm operations, though, of course, it does limit your, um, you know, what you can do with the property in the future. So it's not right for every farm operation, right, but it right. is right for a lot of them. And, and they can't offer that to everybody <clears throat> anyway. Absolutely. So, But the program seems to be doing well in, in their mission. So I guess, again, once again, to make it simple, who or what? are the bad guys in in your scenario what what are we fighting against what are we trying to do uh, overall is it is it government entities there's a lot of overregulation uh, duplicative regulation and that's not just on the state level that's on the um, the federal level as well so that's something that uh, PRPV is able to help with and has helped with in the past um, you know, there were times for for our family farm operations where we had to do we had to comply with three different federal, state, and county organizations on the same thing. You know, there's no reason for for the average farmer to have to jump through three hoops when it's the same thing that you're you're working on. So, for on a state level, we fixed that um, years ago. I want to say it was 2012, but PRPV was involved at the time. Uh, and that was basically whoever the the highest authority is, that's the one that you go to. You know, there's no reason to go through the city, the county, the water management, and then the state ag. You know, just go to the whoever the the top dog is, and comply with that. And and for the most part, it's the most strictest regulations anyway. Um, but to have to go through that. Uh, You're just making more work, more paperwork, jumping through hoops, uh, and not necessarily coming out with any sort of better um, uh, outcome. Absolutely. And cost, adding costs. Yeah, adding costs. But paperwork adds costs. Regulations add costs. We get that. And so being duplicated over and over, like you say, local, state, that makes sense. Now, I'm doing this from memory, but wasn't there a time when it was like the Department of Environmental Regulations or or the DEP were involved in coming to people, knocking on their doors and saying, hey, we know you have a 10-acre plot here. Um, we, we'd like to remove like five acres from being, you know, buildable or usable. What we'll, we'll consider part of a watershed or something else. Do you remember when they were doing that? Does that ring a bell? It, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, it does ring a bell. And a lot of people aren't aware of the, the new uh, FEMA flood zones that have increased significantly in size and impacts their property values, which we are – uh, working and exploring and looking to provide some information to the Alachua County residents, Gilchrist, Clay, and uh, all the other counties around here. Because these issues don't just affect Alachua County. They affect the region and the state. And a huge amount of acreage, millions of acres, have been impacted by just the FEMA flood zone regulation. Well, the FEMA, what they did is they, they sent me a notice and said, yeah, half your property's in a flood zone. Yeah. Well, I know that's not true. So what did I have to do? I had to go out and, and pay for somebody to come out and draw that up. And then I submitted it to them. What a dirty trick. Then they used it to update their maps on my back, on my coin. <laughs> when I never said my property's in a flood zone, you did. So that's just one example uh, of that whole thing. All right. Obviously, there's subject matter here that is 
uh, difficult to get across and express in a, a short form like we have here. So tell me about the event that's coming up where people can really find out a lot more about this program and what you represent, Preserve Rural Property Values, Inc., so PRPV, we have an informational event. It's at the Best Western, February 22nd. Um, and, you know, I, I want to stress that this is not a new organization. I think it was founded 20 years ago in 2004. 2002. 2002. There we go. See, you know better than me. So it's 22 years old. Uh, you know, we've been doing this uh, for a long time, but it's it's always been a little bit more of a behind the scenes. But if we're going to continue to help protect real property values. You know, we need to get out in front of the issues and be a little bit more public, I think, at this point. So the event is at the Best Western. It's from 6 to 9, February 22nd. Uh, and we really want to get out there and show what we've done in the past and and what our initiatives are, you know, for the future. And, and so who, what would the average citizen, who are you targeting here? People that have 5, 10, 50 acres, farms, just a homestead, Who's, who can really benefit from this the most? Everybody. Even the people who are, live in Gainesville and are suburbanized benefit from our efforts because cities grow, Alachua grows, High Springs grows. Their growth impacts the adjacent landowners. And I want people to understand that we don't just represent large entities, agricultural entities. We also represent the single person living in a rural community who's having a access issue with utility right-of-ways, where their right-of-way may have been violated, their property's been violated. We've worked uh, recently with a couple of people helping them to resolve simple issues. But we also work on the larger issues from, as Brittany's well aware, uh, the farm labor bill at the federal level all the way down to the local county area so we work for everyone and this this really is also aside from an informational kind of a coming out party for prpv it's also a fundraiser for us because as Brittany alluded to staying ahead of and on top of these issues and providing information to people takes time and effort our board is not paid it's all voluntary the money is put to good use and uh, it provides us the opportunity to get information from learned sources so that we can be aware of what's going on to pass that information on. Brittany, what's the uh, website where people can get this information? Do you have one? Do you have a, what's the easiest way they can to contact or get more information? I mean, you said the event is February 22nd, 6 to 9 at the Gateway Grand. So I guess that should pretty much cover it for the most part. But if you do have like we are just now in the process of setting up a website. We have not had one in the past, uh, but I don't know that it's ready to be. All right. As soon as you get that information, send it to me and I'll share it with our listeners. Because as Will Rogers said, buy property. They ain't making no more of it. They probably said buy land. Land, they don't. You get get the idea. And so it's becoming more and more valuable and we got to protect some of it. Thank you so much, Brittany Lee. Uh, We appreciate your time. And Dr. Larry Smith. And uh, we wish you success in the event. Absolutely. Thank you. Everyone feel free to come. No, there's no charge. Uh, There's actually some items that we'll be auctioning that are uh, pertinent to the country people. Right on. 917 on the Bob Rose Show. We're about 30 minutes away from things that make you smile. Stay tuned. 97.3 The Sky.
insanity. Republicans better get their act together. I don't see any work on legal ballot harvesting. Weekdays, 3 p.m. By the time November comes along, they better be able to match in states the way the Democrats have been using those methods. On 97.3 The Sky. Happy, happy Thursday, almost Friday. You gotta love that. 920 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Morning, Greg. Good morning. It is flying by today. It Man, is. we covered Man. a ton of stuff. Uh, top story, Supreme Court is going to hear oral arguments relating to the 14th Amendment. Trump on the ballot or off. This is only going to, well, it's related to Colorado. Their Supreme Court ruled, he's off the ballot. Yeah. He's an insurrectionist. Yeah. He's a kooky, crazy guy who single-handedly, you know, uh, lit Nancy Pelosi's desk on fire when he was in there. Destroy democracy. <laughs> we almost lost it, you know. Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she said so. Yeah, exactly. So th- that's, you know, how their Supreme Court actually ruled, which is, wow. I mean, it is, it is frightening. Um, you know, these lefties and their agenda. Well, so hopefully the Supreme Court will straighten that out. If for whatever reason they don't, then oh, Trump will be knocked off the ballot else. probably in at least a dozen states. How could a state Supreme Court, these are judges, how could they come to a conclusion that someone who has not been prosecuted, convicted of the crime they are saying he did, if he's not been convicted of that, how do they get to decide that he was? And because of that, and then going back to a civil war, you know... Ruling, how, how do they come to that conclusion? Uh, it is the, um, it's what's known as uh, TDS. Oh, that rears its ugly head. Trump derangement syndrome. Uh, it is such a powerful disease that it can cause yes. normally intelligent people to not think clearly. Mm, apparently. We've seen it in action. It, it, it is in action, uh, not just in Colorado, but mm. in several courtrooms. And yeah, yep, the witch hunt is on, the government being weaponized. And I I heard it was Trump using the same kind of verbiage. He was saying Trump is trying to weaponize the government. Mm -hmm. Trump was. that. Yeah, Biden was saying, I go, wow, they're just taking exactly what they're guilty of and just turning it right around. Yeah. What is it? I'm rubber and you're glue. Whatever you say to me bounces off of me and sticks to you. Uh, the problem is, hopefully, the American voter is oh, slightly smarter than a second grader. We hope. And that, that might be a big ask right there. Another point of controversy. Tucker Carlson, public enemy number one. He had the audacity to want to do an interview with Vladimir Putin. Major nuclear power engaging in a war that impacts us, for sure, as taxpayers and our government as decision makers. But he's evil for just wanting to talk to him and interview him. Now, wait a minute. He's a journalist. Well, yes. And I don't know that he wants that label. Well, maybe not. Per se. He is a... a, uh, Well, he used to work with Fox. Yeah. Put whatever title on, but anybody who is a news or uh, political personality, talk about a a get in interviews. I mean, don't you want world? I mean, the the other networks, they get world leaders all the time. Good or bad. He is is positioned by the rest of media, basically. He's a a right 
wing nutbag. He's a kooky, crazy Trump supporter. He is MAGA incarnate. Right? He is MAGA. Tucker is MAGA. Christine Amapour was trying to straighten Tucker out because Tucker said, look, I... I got the invite because really nobody else was asking. I asked and, uh-huh. and I got. Well, that's not entirely true. And he has taken a much softer stand toward Putin in regards to the Ukraine conflict. And when I say soft, I mean open-minded. Oh, how terrible that could be, right? So Christine Amapour wanted to say, oh, no, 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 no. That's not true that you were the only one that asked. We've been begging him to do an interview. Oh, So you work for CNN. If you would have gotten that interview, promos would run night and day, wall to wall, talking about the the get of the century, the CNN exclusive. Mm. Nobody's traveled the globe and reported on on more things that impact the the world and the U.S. than Christine Amapour. She is so awesome. Yeah. And they would promote it as the biggest uh, thing since electricity. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But it's Tucker. Well, he made oh, him too. Oh, my gosh. And, 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 you know, Tucker did an interview with another world leader. Now, country is not as significant on the geopolitical war scale. Hungry. Yeah. But the guy that runs that country, he's a conservative and a populist. He's a logical guy. He's the only one that would engage and ask the farmers about their needs and demands in Europe because they are protesting what's going on. And this guy had the moxie to do that, and all the other leaders shunned them. And, and CNN reported that, hey, you know, the GDP for A, it's only like 1.4% of the economy. In other words, who cares if they're protesting, right? Oh, but Palestinians protesting, yeah, they support that, and that's important, right? But farmers who are protesting just because they want to be able to effectively do their jobs and, oh, I don't know, crazy thought, maybe get paid for it, and not be told about everything they can and can't do, whether it's using diesel fuel how much, how much pesticides they're allowed to use, uh, fertilizers, all that stuff. And it's all part of a green agenda. But it's hard to get the straight story on that. And there's so many other issues. Because, and, and especially like in the European Union, you want to have a conversation and you bring up that climate change is fake? Woo! You better be able to run fast. Yeah. Uh, because, man, the population, uh, it, 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 and I'm generalizing, of course, but man, they're brainwashed. It's man-made, Bob. It's man-made. Well, and you think about a lot of the media outlets like the BBC. Yep. That's owned by the government. They don't have the same kind of uh, freedom that we have to ev- to have a dialogue about some of these issues. And guess who's trying to follow that model and trying to shut Everybody up who might be just a little right of center. The Biden administration. That's right. All right. Um, Yeah. The influence that people have. Another uh, blame game. Yeah. Now it's Mr. Bean. I like Mr. Bean. Yeah. And he drives a mini. Yeah. Yeah. 
Never mind. <laughs> I don't know if I was going to go to pork and beans with that oh, or where no, I was no, going no. with that. That's all right. <laughs> it's 928 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here 15 minutes away from things that make you smile on 97.3 The Sky. Trump. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley. I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coronated. Sleepy Joe. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored to have your back. The Sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. What's happening on the campaign trail? Following the trail. My campaign. The president. Every step. We really want to have two 80-year-olds running for president? All the way. Running as fast as they can. To election day. We've got a long way to go. A long way to go. Hear about it first. First, talk about it now. Now. 97.3 The Sky. Hey, it's Bob Rose, and I'm rattling your chains. Come on. Uh Uh-oh. Wake up, pump it up. Let's go. Let's get fired up. For no particular reason, other than yes, it's almost Friday. Yes, reason enough. Yes, uh, it is nine thirty-six. Thank you for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, who likes things that are British. I like European stuff. You like your little Super Cooper car? I do. It's fun. And I know you're a fan of Mr. Bean. Oh, I just yeah, I think he's like uh, an old school talent brought back. I, I think it's classic. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar, but I can't honestly say I'm a, a fan. Sure. But, you know, it's actually Rowan Atkinson is yes. the guy's real name, and he plays this character. He developed uh, Mr. Bean, and it's uh, comedy. It's British. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think. What's the other hill? Oh, Benny, that, kind of like a Benny. Not the same, but yes, but quirky, yes. In the but sense that was great stuff, wasn't British, it? British humor. Well, I mean, go back to the movies, you know. British humor has always been just a little off-kilter. It's just a scratch. Know. Yeah. With that Monty Python. Monty Python, yes. Uh, English comedy icon Rowan Atkinson in the news. And not really necessarily being applauded for his on-screen creation of Mr. Bean. In fact, nope. It's him as an actor and a voice... Somebody who might have an opinion Uh-oh. being blamed oh, no. for damaging the reputation of electric vehicles. <gasps> Heresy. And going so far as to contributing to slow sales simply <laughs> oh, no. by expressing his opinion on their future or lack of. The actor was name-checked in the British House of Lords on Tuesday during its Environment and Climate Change Committee meeting. Oh, bro. Think Tank Green Alliance. And no bias there. That's scary there. Yeah, it is. Outline the main obstacles that the government faces in its bid to push petrol and diesel cars to the curb before 2035. Wow. Pointing to a newspaper comment piece by the Johnny English Star published June of 2023 is damaging. The pressure group told peers in a letter, an opinion piece by Atkinson, damaged the cause of the EV take-ups, as they refer to it. And the missive read, in part, one of the most damaging articles was a comment piece written by Rowan Atkinson in The Guardian, which has been roundly debunked. I didn't know you had to, like, bunk or debunk someone's opinion, but now we know. Even if it's given while sleeping on a bunk bed. Unfortunately, 
Fact checks never reached the same breadth of audience as the original false claim. This is them speaking, emphasizing the need to ensure high editorial standards Mm. around the net zero transition. In other words, they're simply saying, if you have your opinion, well, that's one thing. But if you actually express it in some way, perhaps even in the media, Uh in a way that is... You know, an op-ed piece. In other words, it is an editorial. It is an opinion. Op, mm-hmm. as an opinion. Yes. Ed, as an editorial. Yeah. Well, what the Brits group and this think tank Green Alliance is, is, this is what they're telling you. If it doesn't agree with our green agenda, then shut your pie hole. In other words, they're not hiding destroying freedom of speech. They're not hiding it at all. I mean, they put this in writing. This came up in the British House of Lords. Wow. And they're saying that if you express your opinion and you're somebody who is of, you know, some name, Mm. some fame, like Mr. Bean, uh, if if you don't speak positively about electric cars, then they don't want to hear from you. You've damaged the brand. You've damaged the idea. You've damaged sales. Mm. Yeah. Well, we see that here in America where there's the few handful of conservatives out of Hollywood that, you know, buck the system. And, man, they'll get blacklisted because they're not on board with all this green stuff and the woke stuff. Happens here, too. This is what he said. He's 69 years old now. And his piece was called, I Love Electric Vehicles and Was an Early Adopter. But increasingly, I Feel Duped. He said the electric cars were a bit soulless, criticized the use of their lithium-ion batteries. He suggested solutions like drivers keep the same car for longer periods of time. Uh, Increased use of synthetic fuel would negate the need for EVs. So he actually gave some suggestions. Hmm. And he did mention that the electric car, production of an electric car, are 70% higher in greenhouse gas emissions than in manufacturing a gas car. And it has to do with the lithium-ion batteries. Whoops. So once again, the idea that these things uh, don't pollute. Yeah. They just don't pollute. You're not getting the whole story. It is the sin and the lie of omission. And the lithium-ion batteries, that's just a part of it. He didn't get into the rare earth minerals, which are mined like in the Republic of Congo, where they use nearly slave labor, a dollar to a day, they definitely use child uh, labor. That's been established. And again, I am not necessarily against electric cars. I'm against the government mandating and forcing us to purchase them and only them. That's wrong on many levels. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and touch base with Rosebud. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Bob. I, maybe they will, uh, uh, if they want electric cars, if Dodo and his, his clan up there want electric cars, maybe they would let us mine our own lithium. That's A lot of it's right here in this country. Nevada, full of it. Southern California, full of it. Can't mine it. Nope. Oh, no. But uh, I talk about farmers and what's going on with the farmers over there. That's uh, that's uh, Glenn Beck. He's been talking about it off and on. It's, it was on 9 o'clock. He's, I don't know how they worked that, but... His first hour comes on at 9 o'clock at night, and uh, but he was talking about it all week, about what's going on there. But we got problems right here with our farmers here. You know, uh, California, uh, the, the, the most beautiful farming land in the world, in my opinion, 
the San Joaquin Valley. Back in the Depression, they to save the farmer, that, that Washington realized that uh, that San Joaquin Valley fed much of this nation in fresh vegetables in the wintertime. So they put concrete, uh, they they put canals up and down the, the whole state. It's a long state from northern California. They catch all the melting snow, put it in the canals instead of letting it go on the Pacific for the farmers to use. Well, the cities got so overblown and, uh, you know, run out of water, so they started stealing all the water. And for the last 10 years, the farmers have had a fight for their lives just to get water, so they put in their own irrigation wells. Well, now in California, because they're $30 billion in debt, you know, Gavin Newsom's great... Uh, Great plan. So now they're going to put a water tax on the farmers, bringing up water from their own wells, a $500 per foot acre uh, f- for their farmers. So that means if you put 12 inches of rain, water, irrigation water, pull it up out of your well and irrigate, and they got these very technical sensors now, water sensors that, that, that go probably go right up to a satellite. So Gavin Newsom will find out in a second if you use one milligram more water than you're allowed per week or something well 12 inches of rain in a year that's 500 bucks per acre a uh, thousand wow. acre farm well that's uh, what five hundred thousand dollar water tax how are you gonna how are you gonna grow stuff and compete with mexico that's dumping all the crap in here that's laden with salmonella it's one thing after another to destroy our farming in this country destroy everything in our country and people you could do one thing when you go in a grocery store and you buy vegetables, buy it from the USA, California, Texas, uh, Arizona, Florida. We're, we're, we're ramping up right now. I've been in, in with this stuff for most of my life. Florida is ramping up. Buy from Florida. I know that they, 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 they hokey the little stickers on the, the thing. You need a microscope to see what country a, a nation of origin, but it's supposed to be marked. Buy Florida. Buy, buy America. Put down the uh, outside-the-country crap so you don't get salmonella. Save yourselves, save our country, save our state, because it's under attack from the globalists up there in Washington, up there in that swamp. God bless America. Save our, pray for our farmers. Pray for Trump and Putin and Netanyahu, the three most hated people on the planet. God bless America. God bless Tucker Carlson for going. I want to hear this uh, interview with, with Putin. Thank you for letting me get it up. But yes, Bob, you boys have a nice day. I pray for you all every day. God bless America. See you. Uh, we'll pray for you too, Rosebud. We thank you and God bless you. Yeah, I mean, how illustrative the, the issue. And once again, the agenda of the left. Yep. Tax, tax farmers for something they absolutely have to have. Well, of course, they can't afford it. No. What do they do? They it'll be reflected in the price of their their goods, except that who would buy those goods? When, as he pointed out, Rosebud pointed mm-hmm. out, there's cheaper alternatives coming from abroad. And when I say abroad, hey. I don't mean this hot chick from Mexico either. No. Sweetly. And then you have a lot of these family farms been in the family for generations. They're selling off to the big corporations, and then it goes from there. Oh, and, and relating to the European farmers, wait till the green agenda really catches fire here. You haven't seen nothing yet. Uh, they're going to be using pesticides and fertilizers and all that will be heavily, heavily uh, restricted and monitored. Once again, driving up costs, driving up prices. Yep. That's why the farmers 
in Europe, I mean across Europe, are staging basically a uh, revolt. Mm-hmm. They should. Yeah. Well, because they see their very livelihoods uh, going away. And and people who are reporting on the story talk about how bad it is that they block traffic. Mm-hmm. Right? And that, ah, it's only 1.4% of the GDP. <laughs> It's food, people. It's not about the GDP. It's about eating. Yeah. 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 Really? When your stomach pangs reach a certain point, you just go, uh-huh. hey, hey, you don't really need to eat. It's only a small portion of the economy. 1.2%. Settle down there. Yeah. And just enjoy that stomach bile. Or wow. the UN would say, and why not add a tasty bug or two mm. to the equation? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Nothing says freedom like eating ants and beetles. They're not even chocolate covered. No. I'm sure that's very... I'm sure the process of making chocolate is, you know, very terrible for the environment, too. I'm sure. But I like chocolate. Anything good. Chocolate makes me smile. Ready for things that make you smile? Upbeat positive thoughts that you share with us. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Go right ahead. 877-975-9825. What's making you smile? Non-political, upbeat, positive thoughts only, please, on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Complaining on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not the same thing as getting involved in your community. The Dana Show. Sitting online complaining is not the same thing as electioneering. Now, night, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky. Tell me you will stay. Make me smile. Woo! Too much doom and gloom, man. Too much death and destruction. We need some upbeat, positive thoughts, and that's why we invented, if you will, things that make you smile. Upbeat, positive thoughts. That is brought to you by Robin Larson Dental, 877-975-9825. Uncle Mike, what's making you smile? Hey, it's opening day for Florida State Fair in Tampa, and I can't remember when it's going to be such a beautiful weekend to go and enjoy it. Ooh, oh, it's always been a good nice. time. Haven't been there in a while. Thanks for the, uh, for the tip there. Nostradamus, what's making you smile? Bob, I'll tell you what's making me smile. My garden's doing great. I'm still getting some beautiful romaine. My blueberries are starting to come in. They're not ripe yet, but there's a lot of berries on there. Now, I used to call your show a few years, a couple years ago, and, and keep you updated on the price of crickets. And I thought I'd just get a little levity in there. I checked Amazon. You can get honey, 17.5 ounces of honey mustard roasted crickets for $17.45, and you can get a pound of roasted crickets for $40. Wow, that sounds yummy. Not Kaz, what's making you smile? Hi, sir. Yes. First of all, of course, your show, because you're always spot on. Just love listening to it. And my five cats, I, I like I told you before, um, adopted. They're great. And I'll tell you, sir, I was listening to your program. I love, I will go out of my way. I always do. Florida produce. I want to support our farmers. We have the best produce. It is fresh. It's wonderful. Like I said, I will go out of my way to make sure I buy Florida produce. Right on. Fresh from Florida. Sue, what's making you smile? Hey, Karma Sue here, SFO volunteer dittos. Um, Rowan Atkinson makes me smile. I'm not the big Mr. Bean or Johnny English fan because his best role was Blackadder. And if you haven't seen it, you need to get me onto YouTube 
and do all four seasons. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Thank you for the tip. Lars from Mars, what's making you smile? Bob, you're brilliant. You know, every product that we eat has to have a really cool name, like Krispy Kreme Donuts, Krispy, or Rice Krispies, or Krispy Chitlin Parts. But you know what? Crispy Bug would be the perfect company to come out with Crispy Bugs, and it would make it more palatable if it just had the right name. So I think you came up with a brilliant name. Thank you very much. Well, I'm going to give. I'm going to make it Crispy Cricket. Oh, Crispy Crickets available near you. Crispy Critters covers everything. It's another good one. That way you can have you know grasshoppers too. It makes me think of those burnouts I went to school with. I called them crispy critters. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> it is indeed. It is indeed. Ah, time for the smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Next. Here's what's trending. On the sky. Absolutely clear to Iran. We intend to take additional strikes. And we're not looking for a war with Iran. We're going to have to reestablish deterrence, or we're going to see more strikes against Americans. The news that's trending. Open border policies that Joe Biden has allowed. Every state now is a border state. The news that's now. To aid Ukraine. This Democrat package, more aid for Ukraine, less for the American border. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Time now for the Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Former NBA star John Sally, who played for Chicago and Detroit, uh, was on with uh, DJ Vlad doing an interview, and he talked about how he regularly carried a gun during his time with the Detroit Pistons. He said, I always had a gun. Even though I was with my brothers and we had security, I always carried my gun. People feel safer with guns. I felt safer, he said, carrying a gun. Uh, safer at times when I had it than when I didn't. Now he lives in L.A. and he can't carry a gun because he's not able to get a carry license. Wow. He feels safer with his gun. And that is a six foot eleven black man. And that is your smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg, I'm Bob. Have a great day. See you.